0: What's up, everybody? This is Mark Tremonti, and you're listening to Jay Scott on Hook Rocks. And I've got a new record coming out May 27th where I sang with Frank Sinatra's surviving band members, and we're doing it all for charity. So check it out. It's called Tremonti Sings Sinatra. Welcome back to the Hook Rocks. It is Jay Scott. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you you coming on board and checking out what I gotta say and what uh what I'm talking about on this episode. We are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network, a great network of music related podcasts. You can catch some of my friends, as I always mentioned on uh, at the beginning of every episode, like Tom and Zeus from the Shout Out Loudcast, the Great Kiss Podcast. Martin Popoff, The Rock Historian, Mistress Carrie out in Boston, Ron and Esty, Carmen piece, and Vinnie Apice on the Hanging and Banging podcast, Decibel Geek, Mac over out there in the U.K. across the pond on the Ugly American Werewolf in London podcast. Check out all of those and more. Uh, always tune in to some of my other friends like the Itch and radio show, Pod of Thunder, Chicks Who Love Music, Bend and Scoop, many others as well. Don't forget to follow the Hook Rocks wherever you do podcasts, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, or Google. We're on every platform. You can check out all our latest and greatest episodes. Don't forget to set the app for automatic downloads so you do get all the new episodes as soon as they drop. We've got some great episodes recently. We just interviewed Joe Satriani for uh, his new album, The Elephants of Mars. Great album. Enjoy the conversation. Get to hear all about his thoughts on the album and the creative process, as well as the recent news about a potential tribute Van Halen concert or tour, as well as his view of of Eddie and his playing and why some songs are more difficult than others. It's a very interesting conversation. We wrapped up our last New Music Spotlight for the month of April with Caroline Kenyon from Bastet. Great conversation with her. Check that out. Great band from the UK. We also did the uh, Sixth Sense who have a new EP out called Kings Today. Sixth Sense basically has like a connection between Chicago and Canada. So check out that great conversation. I really enjoyed it as well as Chains Over Razors. That was a fun conversation talking about the area that I grew up in. Mikey V and I really kind of got into what uh, what it was like growing up in the areas that we did, because we're kind of like neighbors. He grew up, I believe, in Niles, and I grew up in Des Plaines, so it's neighboring towns. It was kind of fun to have that conversation. And we started the month off with Kurt Dimer on the New Music Spotlight. Check that out, too, as well. He'll be on tour with Malmstein uh coming this spring and summer. And we also made some news with Blabbermouth picking up our interview with Gil Moore, the great drummer from the band Triumph. Check out that great conversation. Check out our quarterly rankings, our top 10 of the first quarter, January through March, with our friend Chris Corridetti. He always does a great job every time he comes on. So we rank the top albums and uh, looking forward to doing that come July as we break down April, May, and June. Some great albums have been released recently and uh, we look forward to talking about them and discussing them with contributions from the Groove Council. It's a group of Friends that I've developed on social media that uh, chat about music and share new music. So it's it's a lot of fun to do. But check out some of those episodes. Always appreciate the feedback. Please write us a review. And uh, we'll continue on. Can't wait to show you what we have for the month of May. Got some really good things cooking. So uh, we're excited about that. We're also excited about the warning. The great band from Mexico featuring three sisters, Alejandra, Danny, and Paul. Uh, It was just a a tremendous show that I'm going to get into. I had the pleasure of seeing them live for the first time last night. And uh, I was absolutely blown away. Uh, They played at the Bottom Lounge in Chicago, which is a really cool venue. It's about 700 capacity. And it was either at capacity or pretty close to it, which is great to see when a new band has that, right? I think one of the things is emerging rock bands start playing out and start trying to gather new fans. It's important to play in a room that you have energy and that you can feel it on stage and the fans can feel it and the people there are totally into it. And when you're in a a venue where there's a lot of space, and the energy's not there because people feed off each other, right? That's one of the things. You know, people are jam- uh, jumping up and down and dancing, got their hands in the air and singing along. You see that happening, and you want to start doing that. So that um, is a very important piece. And, of course, these bands, they want to play at you know the biggest venue they possibly can, but at the same time, you have to put yourself in a position of success. And the warning is definitely doing that with what they're doing and where they're playing. And the bottom lounge is the third time I've seen a show at the bottom lounge. Uh, I've seen big wreck. That was the last show I saw before the shutdown for the pandemic. And then I saw Dorothy there on her last album. Um, I think it was 2018, I want to say, but so I like this venue and it's really cool. It's right near the L track, which if people don't understand what the L is in Chicago, it is kind of like the subway system in New York and Boston and Philly. It's public transportation, but most of the time it's above ground where the subway is underneath. It does, there's parts of it that does go underneath. But for the most part, it's above and it's existed for, for years. And, you know, part of the personality of the city is, you know, when you're walking to a venue like the bottom lounge, you hear the L train go by and you can hear that those tracks make the noise. And it's just, it's just the noise that defines the city of Chicago. So, um, happy to go down to, uh, the west side and see them play at the bottom lounge. Very easy access to get in. I found a free parking spot in the city of Chicago, which in and itself is pretty awesome because if you know the parking situation in Chicago and you know how much it costs to park in Chicago, getting a free parking spot is like a score. So that set the tone for the night. I was with my son, the youth rocks who came with and Found a uh, free parking spot. I actually walked the block to make sure there was no paying stations because I'm like, this is too good to be true. A free parking spot in like the heart of Chicago. This is like what's happening. Like, do I need to go play the lotto tonight? Do I need to do something? Because this just doesn't happen on a regular basis. So that started the knife off. Great. Got to the show and uh, the place was packed. Like I said, it was a, a great crowd there. Great demographic of the crowd. You had young people and old people, and then everything in between. You had people my age, who you know, late forties, early fifties, all the way down to teenagers, like my son, at the show, and that's really cool to see. Um, It reminded me of seeing Greta Van Fleet back in, I think, 2017 at the at Lincoln Hall in. Chicago. What I mean by that is the crowd there was very similar, had young, had old had everything in between. And the atmosphere of the crowd was very similar to that too, as well, where it was pre-packed. You didn't have a lot of personal space. You were just there to join the show. And again, that feeds off that energy, which is really important for a band when they're playing, it means a lot, you know, when there's not a lot of space in between fans. That really means a, a huge thing for, uh, for the Warning, for any band playing in that situation. The Capacity, too, is very similar with the shows, the Greta Van Fleet show that I went to and the Warning. The Warning, uh, Bottom Lounge, 700, Lincoln Hall, 500. So, you know, give or take a couple hundred, but... Again, very packed, close to capacity, if not at capacity, and crowd demographic, pretty much equal. And if you really want to kind of dive deep into that comparison, you know, to where Greta is now, which I consider like the leading face of emerging rock, whether you disagree or not, you you can't deny what's happening with that band, the popularity that is happening with that band, but... More so to how the approach is in terms of rolling the band out to audiences, right? So, you know, Greta obviously became very popular with their EP and the song Highway Tune, really kind of brought them to the forefront. Everybody makes that up Zeppelin comparison, right or wrong. But they, when they came to Chicago and they did that initial tour, they were coming from playing like Ribfest and festivals summer festivals like not like the festivals that like coachella or whatever thing but like local festivals so they were really kind of building up an audience they broke with that song and you know the rest is history and when you look at the warning they've had a presence for a while probably longer in terms of the front end than greta had right i mean anyone who's been following the warning knows that they got their start on youtube playing covers in a basement or a room in their house at a very young age. So they've had a presence in in people and that's been building. And of course they released some music prior to the pandemic, but with the Mayday EP, which is absolutely phenomenal that um, you all should own a copy of, of this great, awesome EP. It's very similar to that original EP with Greta in terms of the response to the people. And in terms of, Building their fan base. It's exciting to see because I believe The Warning is going to be included, if not already, in the face of the new wave of rock, the face of the emerging rock scene, especially here in North America with Greta, with the Struts, with Dirty Honey, with Mammoth, and now The Warning. There's a lot of other bands too that are kind of like right behind them, but based on how their fans are already so dedicated to them, and the fan base is growing every day, probably faster than any other new band that's out there, you have to, you have to recognize that. You have to understand that, that this is a band that is really going to be huge someday. Uh, you know, From those first videos on YouTube to now their social media presence, Um, They're really heavily on Facebook and Instagram. They also have a Twitter page, but they've been building this. And now that they're touring and their new music, which it all is all about the songs. If their music wasn't good, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. But the music is excellent. The arrangements, the time changes. I mean, these are young women making incredible music that is what when one would think at least like well beyond how young they are. They are way, way ahead of the curve, so to speak. I'm in awe. My, my, my mouth drops when I hear these songs and I really tune into the drums and the bass and the arrangement, man, like this is just incredible. It's it's, there's elements of rush. There's elements of Metallica. There's, There's elements of Latin music, too, as well. I mean, if you really hear it, sometimes the drum beats or the way the delivery is. It's a very interesting way to approach the music, and they are succeeding, and they are on their way. Now let's get to the show. started out with Z to open up. Great track off of the Mayday EP. They played all the songs from the EP, which I was really happy to see. They also included their new single, Money which is a great tune, and from the time they got on, the crowd was roaring, the crowd was ready. It was great synergy between the band and the fan base, and there's an incredible amount of energy happening on that stage. you sitting behind the drums. Pa is just incredible. That energy and the way she plays with Alejandra Is insane. It's just it's like your ears are just like wow. Like your mouth drops, and then Danny on guitar and handling, you know the the most of the lead vocals, uh, fantastic. They they play off of each other very well. They have that dynamic, of course, of being family. So they're they're really tight in terms of just the band playing and uh, their performance. But that energy just carries over into the crowd and the crowd feeds off of it and the crowd's giving it back to them and they're giving it to the crowd. It's very cool to see that with young bands doing that. Um, they are, they are pros. I mean, they, they, they act like they've been up there for, for, for years. And they really, they really bring it in terms of performance, in terms of energy. I talk a lot about the struts. They are the only band I think, is equal to the warning in terms of energy, in terms of getting the crowd involved and kind of feeding that energy, feeding into that energy. This show is a must-see. Went into Animosity, then into UG, then of course Choke Money as I just mentioned. The, it, was like, it was like a plane taking off. I always mention this kind of um, analogy. plane takes off and it gets to a certain level and it kind of just gets to that level and it doesn't let go of you and it kind of takes that energy that you have and doesn't let it go any lower um, once they reach their their highest peak. Dust to Dust, Still Knives, then they went into Disciple, another track off of the Mayday EP, and then the Enter Sandman cover, which they've done uh, for, I think, the Metallica Black Anniversary album. A great version, very different arrangement, but really kick-ass nonetheless. They took it to Chicago. They really did. I didn't know really what to expect. I, I was having a conversation with my son on the way to the show. And I'm like, I, I I think they're going to be really good. Everything I've seen online tells me that this is going to be a really good show. However, you know, you don't really experience the crowd a lot at times on, on, on YouTube videos. Sometimes the sound quality really isn't the best, but as a three piece band, you always want that band to sound larger than three people playing up there and they deliver on that. You know, you think of rush, you think of the winery dogs, you think of other three piece bands that are out there that when you hear them and you close your eyes, it sounds like there's seven, eight people up on stage with them. And that's what you get from the warning. The musicianship is off the charts. The songs are absolutely incredible. The performance is full of energy for those Wanting to listen to new music and new bands, a great place to start. I say this for a lot of bands, but I, I mean, the warning, go see them. Ticket prices, are, you're not going to need a loan to take out you know, uh, money to buy buy concert tickets for this. You will enjoy it. You can bring your kids. Your kids will be, be uh, amazed. If you have a young daughter who wants to see three women in a, a a band performing and being very powerful great great thing to show them too as well as well as you know my son is 17 he's you know not exactly young but he was impressed right I mean he was like you know we got in the car and he was like man that was that was incredible again they're they're doing what a lot of young bands should be doing. They're moving around stage. They're performing. Their songs are excellent. The crowd was just—I can't say enough about it. The crowd really makes the difference a lot, and that capacity or near capacity crowd um, really meant a lot to the show. As far as the merch table, you know, they had their typical merch as as well—t-shirts, um, sweatshirts, buttons, pictures, CDs. I got the EP, the physical copy. Very happy to get that. You know, I always like to collect physical music. Uh, Whether it's vinyl or or uh, CD, what's really cool about the CD is it's it's like see through. So you know, I get in the car after the show and I'm unwrapping the 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 plastic and I pull it out and I pull it up. You know, it goes into the CD player and you have the dashboard light reflecting and I'm like, "Oh my god, you can see oh my, you can see through this. This is really cool." So that's unique. I've never seen that before. And again, as I've said before with young bands, give reasons for people to buy your me- music. Okay? Give reasons to people to buy your music. If they know that there's really something unique about the product, they will buy it because it's the experience. Having a unique cd in the way they've they've created it it was really cool and it's just the sleeve but the cd is is like i said very unique a lot of people at the merch table after which is a great sign of, of people being satisfied with the performance and people wanting to buy their merchandise it's the best way to support new bands that are out there and that's the way they they make their money, so go out and support buy their merch, go on their website, buy their merch. Merch is a little bit more expensive these days, but so is everything, and you know if you really are a fan and want to support what they do, it's the best thing for them. but just an incredible performance, a wow performance holy smokes they were great, they really were. There's a lot of great new young rock bands out there and the warning has to be included in that list, must be included in that list. And as I was talking to my son after the show on the way home, I'm really interested to see where the band goes because they've got the performance down. They, they've they got the music down. They can write an incredible song. Uh, they're very pleasant to deal with. And, and as you've heard on the interviews that I've had, very friendly. As they grow as artists, they're still relatively young. So there's still going to be a lot that influences them. I'm really interested to see what happens next, because this is going to be a really cool journey with this band. And if you're a fan of them, you're going to really enjoy it. Because I think as we look forward to a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, this band is really going to go places. And the fact that they have, a dedicated audience that is just incredible. And it's already international. North America, you have Europe, Latin American countries are are very big on the warning, Um, but they're growing and they're going to be doing a tour with Hailstorm and the Pretty Reckless. That's going to open up more of a fan base for them. But when you walk into a 700 capacity club, which You know, some of you people are hearing this. Oh, that's not that much. It is. It is for a young band in music today to have an EP out, to never tour America before and have it at capacity. Is is remarkable and it's deserving because their music's great. They're great. Their performance is great. It is a must see concert that you all got to go to. So get your tickets. Tour dates are on their website. Go get it. You will not be disappointed. Check them out. Check out the warning on tour right now. And they'll be on tour with Hailstorm and the Pretty Reckless this summer. Go check that out. Um, but yeah, I always like to talk about new music and new bands and new artists. They're for real. They're the real deal. Uh, Prove me wrong. Go see him. Take care, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, have a great weekend.